Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report, live from the Hammer Down Racing Report home studios, presented by Oakshade Raceway. Show number 178 for Thursday, May 6th. I'm Scott Hammer. He's Ron Miller. Huh. This is Jerry Keezer. Hey, y'all. What? What? I had to find the right one. There, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> had to find the uh, scroll there with our, our sponsors. Uh, coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform. We're on all of them. We're there on all of them. We're easy to find. Uh, tonight on the show, we are, oh, you can also check out HammerDownRacingReport.com. It answers all your questions. If you have any questions at all, uh, just check that out. And, uh, yeah, we're good. Tonight on the show, we will uh, be speaking with uh, the inaugural Attica Fremont Championship Series champion, DJ Foose, who uh, picked up a win at Fremont, the uh, opening of the AFCS Series this past weekend. Easy for me to say. Attica got rained out. It was supposed to be the opener there, but ended up uh, starting at Fremont on Saturday. So we'll be talking to uh, DJ in about uh, 10 minutes or so. Uh, I want to thank uh, Oakshade Raceway, of course, our presenting sponsor. We're the fastest meet to race every Saturday night, including uh, this Saturday. Back in action with late mile sports and bombers and compacts. Gates open at 4, high laps at 6, racing at 7 p.m. Also, so, so before we go on, how, how was the track at Oakshade Saturday? I didn't talk to you guys about that. It was good challenging. This challenging. Challenging. <laughs> yeah, it was been all right. A little rainy, been a little, so yeah. a little heavy, little. It was all right. There was a little. A little bounce in uh, one, but uh, it could be. That's that same spot? Uh, no, it's uh, deeper in the corner. Every, everywhere. Yeah, it was, a, it was a little rough because, of, you know, first race and uh, all the, the weather. And uh, the rain's probably not helping it's this wet. week. But, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it happens. So, I mean, I know they'll get on it, and it'll get better as the year goes on. Absolutely. The, uh, pretty strong breeze. Uh, it was a wind. It wasn't yeah. a breeze. Yeah, coming, it was. A coming, in, coming in out of the south. And uh, it really dried, especially turns three and four. Yeah, it was. Right. Uh, it was pretty. It was like uh, gale force winds on Saturday. <laughs> but there was a pretty good crowd, though. Pretty good crowd. Biggest crowd good, we've had good, in good. Uh, well since 2019, since we were you know before the pandemic. But uh, wanted to mention Real Geese Silhouette Decoys. They've signed on as a sponsor uh, for the remainder of the racing season here at the Hammerdown Race Report. So a uh, big thanks to Craig and uh, those guys. Mill Street Speedway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars. Make sure to support all of our sponsors uh, by supporting them. You're supporting us. So it's like an indirect thing. It's all cool. Uh, we got a racing roundup. Lots uh, went on last weekend. What's going on with that, Jerry? Jerry, before you start, if you can turn your mic up, a couple people have said they can't hear you. All right. Let's see what I can do here real quick like. Uh... And while he's doing that, I also mentioned we have um, weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman coming up a little bit later. He's got a uh, a bonus a bonus day for us. He even did Mother's Day for us, so so we'll find Ooh. out what the weather's going to be like. Good thing there's no racing on Mother's Day. That's that's your spoiler. Yeah. Also, we have uh, the <laughs> um, who, who wants to hear <laughs> Tim Sims doesn't want to hear. Yeah, who- 
well. There, you sound a little better now. I, no, I got the mic a little closer, but. All right. Well, that'll work. Yeah, we'll make it work for now. No worries. Project, Jerry. Sorry. Project. Project. Well, this week's Racing Roundup brought to you once again by Tim Sims, the Hillbilly High Banks. Don't forget, we're back in action tonight with the round number five of the, I'm sorry, Wicked Energy Gum Outlaw 410 Series on the Dirt Racing Network, brought to you by the Dirt Slingers Racing League, uh, Wicked Wicked Cushion Esports, and Tim Sims. Make sure you join in with us. We were supposed to have David Grapple on the show tonight. Unfortunately, David having some travel troubles getting around. He's actually getting ready to leave Charlotte here in just a few minutes, so he'll be in the air. won't be able to talk to him tonight. We'll get him rescheduled, though, and we'll have a great show with some of the best sim racers in the country taking to the track. With that said, this week's Racing Roundup, we'll start with Attica Raceway Park. Rain. Rain. Yep. Tired of that word already this season. But on the upside, Oakshade Raceway did get their season opener, well, a week late, but it's in. Three-time track late model champion Devin Shields took advantage of Dusty Moore's bad luck to win the opening night feature. Dusty had led the first 16 laps before abruptly pulling off the track after something broke in the rear end. Uh, Joe Smith led the entire distance of the UMP Sportsman feature, and Adam Lance got by Terry Rushlow for the 1,200 to win Bomber A Main. Eric Carr won an exciting compact feature at Oakshade on Saturday. Sandusky Speedway, they had their afternoon makeup feature features. The uh, winners were Dylan Napier in the Renegades, Bill Rabbits in the Pure Stocks, and Ethan Rosiska in the, the Beginner Stocks. In the evening races, Napier earned his second consecutive Renegades feature win. Johnny Newman took the victory in the Pure Stocks, and Sawyer Stout ended Rosiska's win streak by picking up the Beginner Stock feature win. Fremont Speedway was in action with DJ Foose, who won the 2021 AFCS opener, opener on Saturday night at Fremont. Foose is the two night, 2019 AFCS champion. He'll be our guest tonight. Held off several challenges from defending 410 sprint track champion Nate Dussel. Dustin Stroop drove to his third Fremont Speedway career win in the AFCS 305 feature. Sean Valeni racked up his 60, 62nd career Fremont Speedway victory after winning the dirt truck feature. Corey McCoy what? dominated. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> wait a minute. Who, who won the who won the, uh, the rained out feature? I'm getting there, Ron. I promise <laughs> I'm going to the guy out. Corey McCoy dominate, dominated the makeup dirt truck feature from last week's rain out. Flat Rock Speedway action. Former track champion Justin Schrader won the 50-lap outlaw super late model feature on Saturday night. Greg Stute won the street stock A-Main. Wilburn Parks edged out a close street stock B-Main win, and Dennis Wisman Jr. got the figure eight win. In Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions action, rain and cold forced the cancellation of Friday's event at Lernerville. Justin Peck notched his second All-Star Circuit of Champions win of the season in Saturday's Buckeye Cup at Sharon Speedway. He led every lap to earn the $6,000 payday. Sam Hafer-Teep Jr. snapped an All-Star Circuit of Champions winless streak that went back to 2008 after winning Sunday at Tri-City Raceway Park, also earning a $6,000 payday. That was a fun race to watch. Hafer-Teep uh, did get out front and started up front. Uh, Justin Peck was on a roll coming through the field, and it was really rough down in turns one and two, and he was cutting across it and putting on a show, and then he just he just missed it and hit that rut and destroyed the car. But, man, Justin Peck's having a fantastic year in All-Star Racing. Keep an eye on him in 2021. Next up for the All-Stars is I-96 Speedway in Michigan tomorrow – or. Sorry, next week on the 14th, and then the Dirt Oval at Route 66, Illinois on Saturday the 15th. 
Uh, World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars in action. Brad Sweet won Thursday night's 10,000 to win event at Jacksonville Speedway in Illinois that featured six different leaders. I-70 Motorsports Park roared back to life for the first time since 1986 on Friday with Brad Sweet earning another $10,000 for winning the grand reopening event. Then he got another one on Saturday at I-70 in the finale for the two-day event. So Brad Sweet had a sweet weekend. Next up for the Outlaw Sprints, the Let's Race 2 at Eldora Speedway on Friday and Saturday. Lucas Oil Late Models Dirt Series is in action. Jonathan Davenport edged out Tim McCready Friday night at Ponderosa Speedway to win by .234 seconds. Josh Rice scored the 15000 to win Ralph Latham Memorial Saturday night at Florence, Kentucky for his first Lucas Oil Series victory. Next up for the Lucas Oil Dirt Late Model Series, 300 Raceway in Iowa on Friday, May 21st, and then 34 Raceway in Iowa on Saturday, May 22nd. The World of Outlaws Morton Building's late models were in action. Cade Dillard and Shannon Babb each won of Friday's Twin Hawks features at Boone Speedway in Iowa. Saturday's Hawkeye 100 at Boone was won by Bobby Pierce, who led the last 70 laps of the race to bank $30,000. Next up for the World of Outlaws late models, Mississippi Thunder Speedway in Wisconsin on Friday and Saturday this weekend. In Arkham Menard Series action, Ty Gibbs started on the pole and led every lap of Saturday's Dutch Boy 150 at Kansas Speedway. It was his second Arca win of the year. Next up for the Arkham Menard Series, the Hers Potato Chip 200 at Toledo Speedway on Saturday, May 22nd. In NASCAR action, Kyle Busch had a swell weekend. He won the Truck Series Wise Power 200 at Kansas Speedway on Saturday for his 61st Truck Series win. Then went on to win Saturday's Bushy McBush Race 400 also at Kansas. It was his first Cup Series win on the year. And it was his 36th birthday. So I think all, but all, birthday, Kai Bush. all future NASCAR races should be Bushy McBush races. Bushy McBush, Lighty McLight, <laughs> Bud McBud. I'm something. I mean, that, that was cool. I, that that was a contest that Bush put on, let people submit ideas. That's what happens when you let the internet before. choose things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. I It, it was a good little little thing for him to do so next up for nascar cup series goodyear 400 at darlington this sunday at 3 30 p.m on fox sports one the trucks are in action at darlington on saturday the 15th at 1 30 on fox sports one let's see now have xfinity i'm sorry xfinity's on the in action on saturday may 15th at fox sports one the trucks <laughs> who are did in, your prep you, i don't know so, some uh yeah. guy that went lives around toledo i don't oh. understand but, uh, yeah, so the Xfinity Series is in action on Saturday, May 15th at 1.30 on Fox Sports 1. The trucks are in action at Darlington this Friday at 7.30 on Fox Sports 1. In NTT IndyCar action, Scott Dixon won at Texas Motor Speedway for the second year in a row. He went, led 206 of the 212 laps Saturday night and edged out Scott McLaughlin by just over two-tenths of a second in the Genesis 300. Patio, no, not patio. Patio Award. <laughs> patio Award. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the new, a new Irish driver. Okay. Patio Furniture. Mm. Got his first IndyCar Series win Sunday at Texas in the Expel 375. Next up for IndyCar, GMR Grand Prix on the road course at Indianapolis on Saturday, May 15th at 2.30 p.m. on NBC. We are in the month of May, so Indy's getting ready to pick up, business is getting ready to pick up out yeah. there. Uh, not to be forgotten, Shady Bowl Speedway was in action this past weekend on Saturday and Sunday. On Saturday night, the CRA Street Stocks presented by powered by Jegs. Jason Atkinson ran down Brett Hudson with seven laps to go and took the lead in lap traffic. Uh, the leader had a little trouble getting around local driver Buck Pertee, who went on to say, hey, he did it to me two years ago. He had one coming. Ooh. So a little bit interesting there. We'll see what... Uh, 
how that ends up shaking out in the long run. But Atkinson did pick up the second CRA victory of the year in that 150 lapper. The Vores Compact Touring Series is in action Saturday night, and it was a great race between Tom Gosser, Kyle Frame, and Gary Eaton, the entire 30 race, 30 laps of the race. And the checker flew, that was the order they finished in. Tom Gosser picked up the win, Kyle Frame came home second, Gary Eaton Jr. rounded out the top three. Noble Armor Coating Crown Vic saw John Masterson dominate the 20-lap feature. And then in a Herod Septic Solutions Compacts, it was cut short after eight laps due to second-generation driver Cody Massengill uh, having a pretty bad accident, having to be life-flighted out. Ended up, he was uh, held for over observation overnight and was released Sunday evening. Larry Adams was declared the winner of that Saturday night feature for the Herod Septic Solutions Compacts. On Sunday, the Vores... Uh, Compact Series is back in action with Gary Eaton Jr. winning the All-Star event. The Old Fart race was won by Mark Jennings. Jennifer Cascioli won the Powder Puff, and B.J. Honius won the New Stars feature. Sammy Marquis picked up the checkered and the Noble Armor Coatings Crown Vicks. It was a, ended up being just an exhibition race between uh, Marquis and Jimmy McElfresh. McElfresh drives in the adult class. Uh, Sammy Marquis is in the minor class. They put on a little exhibition, and, and Jimmy seemed to be putting on a show the first five laps of it and, you know, dicing in back and forth, letting Sam get around him. Well, I don't think he expected Sam to get a little faster as the race went on and tried really hard to get back around him. And Sam even said, you know, that last lap I saw him come, and I was trying my best to get him into the wall to make sure he couldn't get by me. So that that was pretty fun to see that kid uh, stand up to a, a longtime veteran of Shady Bull Speedway. The Herod Septic Solutions Compacts were back in action with Tony Heath holding off a late charge by Ethan Pope to pick up the win. Kevin Baggett, Dustin Hughes, and Larry Adams finished out the top five. Uh, Jimmy McElfresh, who races, I think, in every series at Shady Bowl, was fast qualifier. And then Nick Barrett topped the field of 727 Enduro cars to win the 75-lap Enduro feature. And that'll do it for this week's Racing Roundup, brought to you by Tim Sims, powered by iRacing. You mentioned Dustin Daggett. Um He's done racing in an awful lot of different divisions, too, hasn't he? That's a very familiar name. Dustin Atkins at Shady. Oh, okay. Dustin, Daggett has, Dustin Daggett has been uh, doing a little bit of 410 racing, some 360 stuff. Uh, Daggett was up at uh, w- with the Outlaws down in Bristol just a couple weeks ago. He was All one, right. one of the invited drivers, which you know surprised a lot of us. But it's very good to see you know somebody from our area, Ohio, Michigan, this, this area, to get a chance to go down there and take on the Outlaws like that. Very good. We got uh, DJ Fusa waiting in the virtual green room here. We'll get to him in just a second. I want to go back to uh, the compact feature at Oakshade. It was the only feature that went caution-free. I think 20 cars started that. Did you have a chance to see any of that, Ron? A little bit. It. Uh, I, I had a good friend there who was thinking about putting his grandson in a car, and, and that was encouraging. There were, there were cars... All over the track. I mean, there was a lot. There was a lot of different skill levels in that race. There were fast cars. There were slow cars. There were cars spinning out and then getting going. So there wasn't any yellows. So they were all over the track, and there was a pretty good race for the lead for a while. And they ended up making contact with each other. And uh, in the end, uh, Corey Gum he kind of fell back. I think something broke on his car after the contact. But the they were so jumbled up. It was like a scorer's nightmare race. And I was only keeping track of the leader. So after I went down, interviewed uh, Eric Carr, who won that, I get back up to the tower, and uh, the scorers are like, so uh, who'd you have for the top 10? And I'm like, I don't even know who finished second. <laughs> it was a crazy race. Neither did they. 
I, I think they figured it out. They had the transponders and all that stuff. But uh, I was going to say, they, I, think I think they do. They, I think they wanted me to verify what they had. I was. I have no idea. <laughs> well, there were probably some cars making shorter laps than others. Probably, yeah. I want to thank Real Geese Silhouette Decoys once again, the most technologically advanced goose and duck decoys ever produced. They're manufactured here in the U.S. Check out realgeese.com. Call 419-800-8100. Check out their uh, new hoodies available on the website, realgeese.com. How about we uh, we talk to DJ now? Bring DJ yeah. in here. Hey, DJ, how's it going? Pretty good, yourself? Pretty good. Got uh, myself. I'm sure you could read, but uh, Scott Hammer, yeah. Ron Miller, Jerry Keys are all here. <laughs> Uh, congratulations on your win last uh, last on Saturday. I guess that was just Thanks, a pass. Man. Uh, feels really good to start the year off strong at Fremont. I mean, uh, Fremont's my hometown, so to be able to run there and win is always quite the accomplishment. I've gone there since I was probably seven years old. So, so what uh, what is your focus this year? What uh, what what are you trying to accomplish? I have one goal: uh, win a bunch of races. Well, I guess it's a couple goals. <laughs> Win a bunch of races, and, man, I just – I fell short two years in a row at Fremont for the track championship, and I really want to get that uh, Fremont Speedway track championship. The first year I lost by two points, and last year I lost by one. So that so this year it should be a tie, tie, right? What's that? This year it should be a tie. <laughs> That's what I said in my interview. <laughs> uh, the last night I won last year. So I, I hope it doesn't come down to a tie, but if it's a tie, I hope I win the tiebreaker. Who do you think your uh, biggest challenger is in that points chase this year? Uh, it's hard to bet against the reigning champ, Nate Dussel. Uh, he'll be really good. Uh, Cole Macedo will be really good. Uh, there's a other plethora of guys that are really good. Uh, Chris Andrews, I feel like he'll be tough to beat. Uh, him and Jay Kaiser are really clicking right now. and They're, uh, they're going to get a win here pretty soon, I bet. Have you followed any of Harley White's story? Uh, I think she's doing a very good job. Uh, I realize like the AS360 ES, ASCS is basically the all-stars for four times, but uh, she's doing a great job in Ed Neumeister's car. Uh, she's, I don't know, she put down a way better qualifying lap at Fremont last weekend than I did. It was a very impressive lap. Uh, we had her on the show. We had her on the show a couple of weeks ago and uh, just an amazing backstory on her injuries and everything. It was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a very tough deal for her to overcome, and she's excelled at that. Yeah. I think she finished uh, right around 10th, as I recall, on Saturday. But anyway, uh, back to you. So uh, we, I guess we just uh, talked about that. You, I mean, you've been so close at Fremont the, the past two years. I mean, what's your confidence level in, in getting that championship at Fremont this year? Uh, right now it's pretty good. Uh, we got a win already. Uh, Season no, could so end right year. now. Yeah, so far this year I feel like we've had a lot of momentum. I mean, we're already on our second win. I mean, the first win at Attica, and then we just won last weekend at Fremont. Uh, we've made big improvements to our team. Uh, we've been working our – Doug Berryman's been working on our shock package. Uh, and Mikey Summers, my crew chief, he busts his butt uh, week in and week out to give me the best race cars. And then, like – uh, Rodney and Raleigh and Sharon Burmeister, the Burmeister family, for giving me this opportunity to race for them. I mean, they've got a lot invested into me, so it's up to me to uh, – we're all from Fremont, so it's up to me to protect the home turf. How long have you uh, been racing for Burmeister? This is my third year with them. Yeah. With them. 
So and, and being in that car, driving for the Burmeisters, obviously there's been a lot of great, great names. What's it mean to you to, to be in a, with a team like that that has the reputation that the Burmeister car has? Uh, they're a Hall of Fame team. I mean, they've been around 60 years. They're in the Fremont Speedway Hall of Fame. Uh, it means a lot. I mean, like I said, they got a lot invested in me, so there's some pressure there to uh, produce and make sure I can give them the most wins and the most success that I can. Now, you, you got the uh, the championship at Attica in 2019, and you only had one win that year. Do you think that'll get it done this year if you only get one win at Fremont? Uh, no, I don't, because there's so many variables at Fremont. So we get, uh, for, for championship points, you get heat, your heat race, you get points towards championship and qualifying. So, I mean, every time you're on the racetrack, you have to race to win. I mean, you can't, there's no laps off. You can't just let a guy go. You have to be aggressive, and it's... It's going to make for better racing. It's been like that for the past three, four years now. And we all know what we're up against. And uh, I don't want to let one slip away this year because I took a lap off in a heat race or yeah. I didn't qualify well. So, I mean, as long as at the end of my night when I go home, I know I gave everything I could to try to win every time I was on the track, that makes me feel good. Psychologically, though, it's got to be a little demanding on you. I mean, you finish two points out. Two years ago, one point last year. I remember we had you on when you were the Attica champ uh, talking about how you missed out on the trifecta in, in 2019 by just two points. And Ron had asked the question, like, uh, you know, which car could you have passed? You know, what uh, one more position? Is that something? <laughs> exactly. Is that something you're thinking about this year? You know, I don't want to make that one mistake that's going to cost me one or two points that, that yeah. could keep you out. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, like opening night, we kind of got ourselves buried in the feature here. I think we're going to start probably seventh or eighth because some of the all-star guys won't probably won't be back. That's right, because you got the right, makeup the feature makeup. coming up. Yeah. So, I mean, for that, I just have to try and go forward. I buried myself because I heat race bad. and So, yeah, I'm very conscious of that. So, I need to do well in that feature and move forward so that I can make up for uh, not being that good at the beginning of the day. Well, you're starting off, uh, you know, on positive note here. Like you said, uh, win at Attica, win at uh, Fremont already. Are you going for the, the AFCS championship again, trying to get the second championship there? Absolutely. I mean, what Dwayne Hancock is doing for us guys in this local area, I mean, he's paying ten grand to win a points fund that only has, I think, ten races. I'm not 100% sure. I mean, that's that's phenomenal. What more could we ask for? And then not only – does it pay well it makes you pay attention to it makes you drive harder all the time because it's easy to forget what points you're racing for at what times so uh it makes you just drive hard all the time yeah and it was pretty pretty amazing he pulled that together for for last year with the COVID-19 shortened yeah. race season um yeah some he's a he's an amazing guy we should probably have him absolutely. on again <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah, I can't say enough about him for what he's doing for us. I mean, it's pretty phenomenal. Now, do you plan on uh, getting to any other tracks uh, this year? I saw you raced uh, with the Fast Series at Waynesfield a few weeks yeah, back. Uh, uh, actually, this weekend we're going to go to Sharon as long as the weather holds off. Uh, then we were talking about we're going we're planning on doing it all of Ohio Speed Week. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's one of those uh, game changers. It can uh, make your season better or worse. So uh, I like that because – I mean, it's pretty easy to get complacent when you come to Attica and Fremont every week. You're not on attack mode. So, like, when you go and do Ohio Speed Week, it makes you, uh, makes you drive a lot harder. 
and you're racing a lot better guys. And it's nothing against our guys here, but we're racing guys that do it for a living. And uh, it makes you drive harder, makes you a better race car driver, makes the crew chief have to be that much better. I feel like it's a benefit to do that. What's uh, you've you've run obviously speed weeks in the past. So how what's the the best you've done? Uh, I actually finished in 2018. I finished fourth in Ohio Speed Week points. All right, so that's got to give you Is some there confidence. A track on the- oh yeah, yeah. I have uh, and I was with the Burmeister car, so I have a lot of confidence going into this year, this year's Speed Week. We just have to keep capitalizing and making gains on this race car. Uh, we won Saturday night, but I feel like we could be a little bit better. Is there any track during Speed Week that you're circling to saying, hey, this is one I'm really looking forward to other than Attica and Fremont? Uh, every one of them we go to. There's only one on my list that I'm not real proud to go to. But no, I, well, which I, one is that? I, I can't tell you that. That's not fair. <laughs> but, uh, Give us process. Which, which are the ones you like then? <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just really looking forward to it. I hope we get to go to Lima Land. Yeah, I, I'm really chomping at the bit for you guys to be back to Lima Land this year. You know, we've obviously rained out the last three years for Speed Week. Uh, to, to see the All-Stars back at, at Lima Land, it is something that the fans and all of us at the track are definitely looking forward to. Yeah, absolutely, Jerry. I mean, Lima Land is such a fun place to go to. Uh, I don't know. It's it's almost like Waynesfield with a wall around it. So, wall all the yeah. way around. It, I mean, the place carries speed all night. You can move around top to bottom. It's just fun exciting racing i'm a racer and i'm also a race fan so it i really enjoy going there any plans to uh look forward to it any plans to hit millstream this year this summer sometime Uh, yeah actually it is on our schedule uh hopefully they open up uh it's one of the places that uh i've gone there in a few different cars and have always had speed there so i really look forward to getting back to millstream i'm happy that it's opening back up yeah, I'm not sure I like the walls on both sides all the way around the track there, but that's just me. I'm not, a, I'm not in a sprint not car going on twice as I'm fast as me. I'm not opposed to walls. I mean, it gives you a, you can't just blow off the end of the racetrack. The wall holds you in, so. <laughs> I guess that's one way to look at it. Yeah. You uh, build a cushion up around it and kind yeah. of get your right rear up there. And... So are you in your trailer right now? I, I see a sprint wing over your shoulder. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Very cool. Is it in and out? Do you, do you live there? No, no, you're fine. I just saw the uh, the the sprint wing there. I was like, no, it's actually a shop night. We're getting a new race car ready to take to Sharon, and I was just helping these guys finish up. All right, you do a lot of a lot of the work on uh, your car yourself. Uh, I, the crew really works on the car. I just I come, I help out. Yeah, you tell them what's I'm wrong. I'm here three nights a week. Targeted criticism, as I recall, last time we spoke, right? Yes, sir. You, you tell them what's wrong with the, with the car. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, do you, uh, have you, I have one last question for you here. Have you ever thrown a bicycle at another competitor? Never in my whole life. My father would probably disown me. Okay. <laughs> have you ever fought a kangaroo? I've never been in a fist fight in my whole life. No, I, this is a reference to something that actually happened the other, this past weekend. Do you know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about, Jerry? Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. 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 Okay. All right. Then. I was just curious. Any, have yeah, you, have no. you? Have you had any uh, confrontations with any other drivers, either on or off the track? I've never been in a fist fight. I've, okay. We've spoke and talked it out. I'm, I don't know. I'm not a fist fighter. One, I'd probably lose. Two, <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> okay. I'd hate to get my team kicked out of somewhere for me being stupid. All right. So. 
Uh, you want to? That's a great attitude yeah, to have. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely a great attitude to have. Um, I've been flipped off before, but that's oh, I've, been. I, I've been flipped off so many times I just don't even care. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Bounces off. Uh, sometimes that's uh, that's a real accomplishment. You have their attention when they do something like that. <laughs> uh, what uh, you want to rattle off some of your sponsors? Ooh, on spot. Uh, yeah, uh, Crowd Battery. <laughs> Uh, Burmeister Trophies, Sunny Signs and Designs, um, Vantage, All Intent Rentals, CR Juices, uh, Dave Story Equipment. All right. Is there uh, any one particular race you're most looking forward to this year? Hopefully, Fremont Speedway's championship night when I can clinch the championship. <laughs> That'd be the night I'm looking forward to. But no, I, I look forward to almost every race that we go to. I mean, Obviously, like I said, there's one that I'm not looking forward to going to, but uh, every racetrack you go to, you just go there with the mentality you're going to win. So as long as I can win as many races as I can this year, I'm looking forward to go racing. Well, if you have a lot of success at Attica and Fremont and have a success during Speed Week, is there any chance of seeing you at Eldora for either you know, for the, like the King's Royal, the double King's Royal? Uh, I'm kind of working on something for the King's Royal. So I'm really hoping that kind of pulls through. So. Is, is there some, well, we'll, so we'll keep that? our eyes open then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Is there is there any track that you've uh, raced on that you haven't won that you really would like to win on? Yeah, there's two of them, Waynesfield and Atomic. I've been very close a few times. I've ran second and third countless times, I think. And uh, it's just uh, one of those places that no racetrack owes you anything. But, man, I really want to win at one of those two. <laughs> well, I have a feeling your time's coming. Yeah, I hope Absolutely. so. <laughs> third time's a charm. This is your third year, so, uh, I mean, yeah. you, you got to get. Well, let me ask you this. Going into that championship night at, at Fremont, would you prefer having already locked up the points where basically you just got to start the feature to, to wrap it up, or would you prefer to be in a tight battle that uh, forces you to maybe focus a little more, a little more pressure on you? Well, I've, I've been in the tight battle thing. I don't really. <laughs> well, you should be good at it then, right? <laughs> yeah. Your experience. Well, if it came down to a pressure situation, I think I can handle the pressure, but I've never, I've never pulled through on my end of it. So that's a shame. I usually win the race, but I always fall into second. So I'd rather my goal coming into this year was put a hundred on them. If I can put a hundred on them and go into the championship night, I'd be satisfied. No, and but on hindsight of that, that's going to be very tough to do. So yeah. the goal, the bar is set pretty high by myself, but I just. Uh, my guys work hard. I owe it to them. Uh, just really want to be a champion at Fremont Speedway. Well, I think you would be a, definitely a good champion, a good representative of Fremont Speedway there. Um, with the with the way the, the points work there, you guys get points for, for qualifying and passing in the heat, passing so many cars in the heat races? How- uh, it's where you finish in the heat race. Okay, so it's the finish then? Yeah. Okay. What about qualifying? Yeah, so that makes it a lot tougher. It makes you pay attention all night. I mean, like uh, the last two years, season championship night, I'm like, I didn't qualify good. And then last year, Nate Belsel qualified really good. And that ultimately was what won the championship. Because he qualified, I think, three spots better than me. And then I heat raced a little bit better than him. And then the feature, I won. But I was already behind from qualifying. So you got to be on your A game in every facet of, of racing every Saturday night there. Absolutely. It's, you have to win every time you're on this track. you got to win hot laps. <laughs> you got to win hot laps. That's funny. Oh. That's, that's something I always say, and 
I always say I do, no, but you can't win them, but you sure can lose them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here in the home of Tim's dirt track simulators and, and Tim wants me to ask, do you partake in eye racing, things like that to help keep your hand eye coordination, your driving skills sharp <laughs> during the all season? I actually do not. I don't even own no. a computer. So, uh, well, we need to get you over here to the hillbilly high bank sometime and, and let you check one out, see what you think. That sounds like a good time. Corey McCoy right, says, "Yeah, we'll definitely have to get that together." Corey McCoy says he owes you a uh, Shirley Temple. What's that about? He owes me two of them. Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> he says winners get Shirley Temples. Oh, okay. Never cash in on the first one. So winners get sprinkles. <laughs> sprinkles. Sprinkles. Yes, yeah. that too. Yeah. That's that's only for. Uh, uh, yeah, we're not going to go there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was Gentlemen, about to sing I that. I am out for the night. I'm going to go racing, so I'll see you guys later. Hi, Jerry. You guys get bored, tune into the Dirt Racing Network on Facebook and join in with us. Shameless plug. Thanks, Good Jerry. Luck, DJ. <laughs> All right, DJ. Hey, uh, hey guys. I appreciate the time uh, as well. We're we about wrapping up here with, with you as well. Um, good luck at Sharon this weekend and uh, on that Attica Fremont Championship Series deal, the Fremont deal, the Attica deal. Uh, maybe you get all three this year. That'd be pretty awesome. It's right. a goal of mine, so hopefully we can pull it off. All right, well, get one of any one of those. We'll get you back on here in the fall. All right, that sounds good to me, man. Thank you very Thank much you. for having me on. All right, thank you. Don't for, don't forget, every one of our guests oh, is, is expected to go out and win the next time. So it's a well, I'm not going to leave the house not trying to win. <laughs> well, a lot of times, like the guests we have on, they go on to win the very next uh, event they're in. So. There you Sounds go. good. I've never won at Sharon, so hopefully. I good luck this weekend, then. We'll be talking about it much. if you do. Make <laughs> us proud. All righty, I'll do my best, boys. All right, thanks, DJ. DJ. You're welcome. We'll see you, DJ. We'll see you. Bye. DJ Foose, there you go. Your uh, 2019 Attica Fremont Championship Series champion, uh, Attica Raceway champion, and a really nice guy. I like DJ. DJ's yeah. pretty cool. Yep. Look, you're big there. Let's make you. Normal size. Uh, somebody was asking about the the shirt you're wearing there, that uh, classic STP shirt. That's an authentic 1966 STP T-shirt. Um, I don't know, probably 30 years ago, maybe more than that. We folded it up and uh, put it in a Ziploc bag, and I decided to bring it out for a, a throwback Thursday. Um, I think next week I'll be wearing a, a classic AtFab racing shirt. All right. I'm wearing my I wore this shirt to work shirt. It's not very I exciting. see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody else wanted to know what uh, what chassis that you have there. What type of rear suspension it's, and pull bar? It's proven chassis, proven chassis by Ron Miller Race Cars. There you and, go. Uh, Give him a call. Four, four, four link rear suspension. Give him a call. He'll hook you up. But if you need a race car, <laughs> we we can build it. <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> nice one, Mark. I thought, nice one. I thought Rod had his pajamas on already. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to us uh, on the podcast, uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever, uh, check out the video so you can see what Ron's wearing. It, uh, my dog's going crazy. Uh, Craig Dippman's supposed oh, to be Oh, it's your dog over. this time. Yeah, it's my dog this time. I think uh, Dippman Motorsports is coming over to work on the Ocho tonight. All right. So that, he may be here. Uh, we got some uh, racing news to uh get to here um 
got an update on Derek Lancaster. Actually, just before we came on, I still got it on my phone here from uh, field correspondent Matt Swander. Um, got to click on it here and open it. Uh, Derek Lancaster's wife, Beth, shared today that Derek has been released from an Alabama hospital where he is recovering from injuries sustained in a crash on April 24th at Talladega. Again, he suffered, uh, what, second and third degree burns over his arms, neck, and I believe his face. So uh, good news that he got released uh, from the hospital there. Uh, Buddy Kofoid doesn't uh, go far as to call himself a glutton for punishment, but he does like being behind the wheel of a race car as often as possible. Kofoid will compete with uh, CJB Motorsports in selected uh, wing sprint car races this season. In addition to his previously existing dirt midget program and his asphalt uh, late model effort with West Coast-based uh, Racing Dynamics. So, Buddy's a busy busy boy. Buddy's a busy boy. Say that ten times fast. Yeah. Uh, Dale Jr. announced that he's going to be uh, making his start in the Xfinity Series race at Richmond in September. Uh, September 11th, to be exact. That's not my dog. That's your dog. Um, he uh, usually makes one start every year. This is uh, the start he'll be doing. It'll be in the Go Bowling, Go Bowling uh, 250, which will be broadcast on the uh, soon-to-be-defunct NBCSN starting at 2.30 p.m. there on September 11th. Robert Wickens, he was involved in that horrible IndyCar crash at Pocono back in 2018, suffered a spinal injury. He was back in a race car on Tuesday uh, testing a Brian Herta Autosport Hyundai Veloster uh, TCR IMSA car, IMSA car, uh, with hand, hand controls at Mid-Ohio. So... Uh, First time Robert Wickens has been back in a race car since that incident. So good to see that. Uh, on Friday morning at 3.24 a.m., Norm Benning's NASCAR Truck Series uh, hauler vehicle, a Ford F30, or F30, Ford F350, uh, used to pull his fifth wheel uh, trailer, was stolen from the hotel parking lot he was in. He had, uh, I guess, from what I read, that they stayed in the hauler um, because uh, their credentials and everything was in the truck that was stolen, so they couldn't leave the track at Kansas. Had to have somebody come drive 15 hours, I think, with another truck to actually come get the hauler and, and pull them back. So that kind of sucked. Um, your microphone's still muted there. Did you hear no, it about it? Okay. Uh, NASCAR revealed the next-gen cup uh, car bodies that will be used next season. Chassis is going to be spec regardless of the manufacturer. The body uh, will be made of composite material, kind of like the Indy car, or the Indy cars, the uh, Xfinity cars. Xfinity cars. Yeah. Where, uh, and the Arca, and the Arca and, cars. And the Arca cars, yeah. So uh, uh, they'll be able to withstand a little more bumping there and, and pop back out into place as, a, as opposed to the current bodies. Um, they're going to have independent rear suspension, rear suspension, taller and wider tires with a shorter profile. And, uh, the bodies of the cars, they do have a little bit of difference. I was kind of surprised. I thought they would be a, like a generic template with just the stickers being the only difference. There's some subtle differences in the shapes of those bodies. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to, uh, to make a judgment on that till I see them on the track and see how they compete. But, kind uh, of high rockish, if you ask me. Yeah, kind of, kind of like uh, almost muscle car-y. Except for I don't know that Toyota could be a muscle car. Yeah, maybe. 
what we were talking about uh, earlier, Aaron Reitzel and Wayne Johnson seem to uh, have a bit of a grudge going. Johnson hit a rut, got upside down in a World of Outlaw action Thursday night, uh, last Thursday at Jacksonville. And uh, Reitzel came in uh, a little while later after he'd already, after Johnson already got upside down and hit Johnson on the top of the cage. Uh, luckily, Johnson was okay. Um, but I guess Reitzel got out and then uh, had some words uh, with uh, Johnson after he got out of his car. I guess he was mad at Johnson for being upside down. which In front of him. In front of him, yes. Uh, and then uh, things carried on Friday afternoon at I-70. Uh, Johnson wanted to come in and chat with, with Reitzel you know, to put the previous night's incident to bed. Uh, but the, that exchange became heated, and Reitzel ended up throwing a bicycle at Johnson. Actually, his own bicycle at him. Oh. And then punches were exchanged before it was uh, broken up. The video is pretty pretty comical. There is an actual video of that. Uh, I don't have that with us, but uh, if you search for that, I think racingnews.co had uh, a clip of the video. And it was... Uh, Sorry, I'm reading some comments. I, I get uh, yeah. got distracted there. It was uh, pretty comical. Definitely worth checking out. It's one way to uh, fight somebody. Throw your bicycle at them. The SRX race format was released earlier this afternoon, and uh, each event is going to consist of two 15-minute heat races, which I thought was uh, was kind of interesting. Basically, they'll be racing for 15 minutes. Once 15 minutes is up, the white flag will be thrown to the leader. You know, so there'll be one lap to go. So is that 15 racing laps or 15 overall? 15 minutes. 15, or 15 minutes, I'm 15. sorry. I believe yeah. that includes, I didn't say, but I believe that would include cautions, everything. So I, I'm also assuming this is due to uh, being live on CBS. Sure. So they want to kind of make that window there. Um, and in addition to the two uh, heat races, there will be one feature. The feature will be 100 laps with the exception of... Uh, Slinger Raceway, which is going to be 150. Drivers will draw each week for the car they're going to run, and I think the the crews stay with the the car, so you could end up with a different mm-hmm. different car and crew. Sure. Uh, and then they're lined up for for heat number one by a random draw. Driver starting positions for heat number two are inverted from the finish from heat one, and then the feature line is based on the finish of heat two. So, and uh, the feature will have unlimited attempts at a, at a green-white checkered. So, most of those guys are, are very used to having spotters in their ear the whole race. I wonder if the spotter goes with the car or goes with know. the driver. I don't know if they are they having spotter. I haven't. I, I don't know. I just, we'll have to look into no, that. Those, well, those guys have to have spotters. They can't drive by themselves. But they're all racing on short tracks. I don't know. First race is uh, June 12th at 8 p.m. at Stafford Speedway. And, again, that's going to be on uh, CBS. The Rich Vogler Classic uh, USAC Silver Crown Series event uh, that was scheduled for Sunday has been rescheduled to Thursday, July 22nd. At uh, That was at Winchester over there in Indiana due to mm-hmm. uh, forecasted heavy rain this weekend. So sure. that just came in, too. And uh, one last note here. Three-time Indy 500 winner Bobby Anser, Bobby Unser passed away Sunday night at the age of 87. Do you remember watching uh, Bobby Unser? Oh, I do. Scott, the man, he, he was like A.J. Foyt. He could and would drive anything. Um, Did he ever drive uh, any NASCAR races? 
Or was he just? I'm a, sure just... he. I, I'm sure he did. Okay. Well, maybe not. Maybe not NASCAR, but uh, USAC had uh, a stock car division at one time, and I know he drove in that. I, I'm not sure about NASCAR. I remember Little Al or Al Unser, or right? Al Unser Jr. Yeah, that's about my beginnings of following any kind of racing. But uh, yeah, so moving on, uh, we have to announce. Actually, correct. I forgot to ask Jerry something. We have uh, tonight's. How many? Your chance to win a Big D's pizza. But first, last week's how many? We got to determine a uh, winner from last week was uh, how many bombers were going to be at Oakshade Raceway on uh, Saturday for that 1,200 to win show. The answer was 48. I picked 46, so I was closest there between uh, Ron and I. I believe you had 53, so you weren't too far off. Um, wow. Online, we had actually three people that guessed right. But Kurt Dickey, uh, who guessed uh, 48, entered too late. We had the cutoff at, at 5 o'clock on Friday. I believe he put in his entry on Saturday morning. So I'm sorry, Kurt. So Kurt got the black flag. So Kurt got the black flag. Yeah, it's over there. Uh, I'm going to go grab that. But we did have two other winners, which uh, are strange strange enough that uh, these two strange are Strange happenstance. Yeah. Uh, Oakshade Raceway promoter. Chrissy Hendricks actually picked uh, the right winner, and uh, my crew chief uh, also picked 48, Robin Johnson. So tonight's Big D's pizza winner will uh, fall between, actually not tonight's, uh, last week's Big D's pizza winner will fall between these two. And I believe uh, they also get uh, the stuff uh, Jerry had last week, uh, the gum and uh, was it super clean? I'll have to go back and watch last week's show. Uh, So at least the Big D's pizza, Mm -hmm. I know that. Uh, let's spin the big D's pizza wheel. What, what a, no, no, wait, was that, was the John Young prize package in that too? No, that was the week before. Okay. That was, uh, that was already done. Uh, give big D's pizza a, cl- a call, 419-547-1444. You can order online too. They have a new webpage. I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, order big D's pizza.com. That's order big D's pizza.com is their new website. So going to spin the big D's pizza wheel. And determine who our winner is for Big D's Pizza this week. I'm thinking it's going to be Robin Johnson. I think so. I'm thinking. There you go. There's the winner. The Big D's Pizza Wheel has spoken. Robin Johnson, the winner for uh, this past week. Uh, This uh, upcoming weekend, our how many is going to be about Lima Land, which hasn't run in, what, uh, over a year now? Almost two years. No, wait. I guess they would have ran through 2019. So it's been over a year since Lima Land has run. <laughs> They're back in action, uh, weather permitting. Again, we'll have the weekend weather pit stop here in just a few minutes. Uh, tomorrow night, and uh, the NRA Sprint Invaders are going to be there. So my question is, how many NRA Sprints will be at Lima Land tomorrow night? You can guess in the comments of our uh, Facebook Live broadcast, and you have until, we'll say noon on Friday. So if you are listening to us early Friday morning, uh, either on one of our live broadcasts, YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook, you can still get in on the drawing or you're listening to us on, on the podcast on uh, Google, Apple, whatever. Find our Facebook Live. Put your guess in the comments. You get one guess. If you put two guesses in, you get the black flag, and you have until noon on Friday. What is today? Today is the 6th, so uh, it would be the 7th. 
So I guess I have be tomorrow. Yeah, I have to guess first. Uh, since yes, I'm, you do. Yeah, I really have no idea. I'm just kind of looking to see what other people are guessing. Oh, so it come looks on! Like it's ranging from 18 to 50. Zero. Zero could be a number. I'm going with zero. What do you think of that? I'm hoping it's not zero, but I'm going with that. I'm thinking the rain's going to be a little later in the day. So you're asking how many are going to be there, and I'm going with 22. 22. All right. Well, we'll find out the uh, winner next week. In an event of a tie, we'll spin the Big Deals, Big D's pizza wheel once again to determine the winner. Oh, yeah, and Robin Johnson, just an FYI, I like Big D's Pizza. <laughs> I think she's already got a few in the bank already, so uh, she has enough to <laughs> share. Uh, make sure to give Ron Miller Race Cars a call, 734-856-7223, Race Cars, Parts, Safety, Equipment, Service, and uh, also advice, too. I, I took advantage of uh, that number last night and uh, worked through some some things to hopefully get the car. Did you get that out. all sorted out? Get I got it all back, back together. together, yeah, yeah, it's all... It should be good. It's not leaking either, so that's even better. The, the, sp- the spring is on the closed end. and I think so, yeah. All right. I think so. I was, hope. Yeah. <laughs> if it ran, you had it right. Uh, I haven't started it back up yet, so um, oh. we'll, we'll find out maybe tomorrow. Uh, this weekend, a lot of racing action for you. We have uh, Lima Land Motorsports Park, as we mentioned, the season opening shootout with the NRA Sprints, UMP Modified, Stock Cars, Gates Open at 5, Racing at 7.30, uh, that is tomorrow night. Eldora Speedway, uh, two-night show there. Let's Race 2 with the World of Outlaws, uh, NAS Energy Drink Sprints, the USAC Amsoil National Sprint Series, both in action, uh, both uh, Friday and Saturday. Friday night gates open, Friday afternoon, I should say, gates open at 2. Racing is at 7.30. Reserve seats for that event, 34 bucks. Attica in action as well tomorrow night with the Stillwater Metal Bazell uh, Racing Fuels mm-hmm. Night featuring UMP Late Models, 3000 to win for that deal. Uh, 305 Sprints and the Dirt Trucks uh, should be in action. That's Friday night at Attica Raceway Park. Gates open at 5, racing at 745, and general admission tickets are $18 there. Saturday, got some, uh, got quite a few to choose from here. Flat Rock Speedway will be in action for their second straight week. Late Models, Figure 8, Street Stocks, Main Gate opens at 2 p.m. with racing at 4 General admission, 15 bucks there. Oakshade Raceway with a full show as well. UMP Late Models, UMP Sportsman, Bombers, and Compacts. Gates open at 4 with racing at 7 p.m. So maybe you could do Flat Rock, and then if they finish up early enough, head on down to Oakshade, getting there uh, just in time yeah. for, for the heat races at 7. Uh, a little bit of asphalt, a little mm-hmm. bit of dirt. Sandusky Speedway also in action Saturday night with Modifieds, Renegades, Beginner Stocks, Pure Stocks. Pit Gate opens at 3, the main gate at 4. Racing at 7 p.m. there at Sandusky Speedway. General admission is 12 bucks for that show with the Modifieds back in action. Uh, and, of course, uh, as I mentioned, Eldora with uh, Let's Race 2, the final night of that with the uh, World of Outlaws and the USAC Amsoil National Sprint Series. Gates at 2, racing at 7.30 at Eldora. Reserve seats are $34. Fremont Speedway is off tonight or this weekend uh, due to the, all the sprint action down at Eldora, I do believe. So with that, how about we check out our weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman? Find out uh, how the weather's looking for this weekend's racing. Wait, let's uh, get ready to get ready to drive away here. There we go. All right, now it's time for the weekend weather pit stop. 
Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Friday showers early in the afternoon could scare you off, but I think we dry out in time for races and hopefully the tracks do as well. Uh, we're focused down at Lima Land, Eldora, and Attica for Friday evening. Now keep in mind the wind will be out of the north. It will be chilly. So any fans or family coming to the events, they will want to bundle up. Let's go to Saturday here. Flat Rock, Oakshade, Sandusky, and Eldora. This looks like the pick day of the weekend here. Again, it will be cool with a breeze out of the north. Temperatures will struggle out of the 50s. And look ahead. I know there's no races, but Sunday is Mother's Day. At this point, looking like a near washout. Temperatures could be in the 40s for most of the day with a driving wind off Lake Erie. And temperatures, well, they just don't seem to warm up much for the week ahead. We'll keep looking ahead for spring. For now, that's the latest on your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Have fun. Yeah, have fun. Brian Weekman from uh, Channel 11 yeah. there with our weekend weather pit stop. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully uh, not too much rain falls uh, yet tonight and uh, Friday for... Uh, for the Friday night tracks and, or even the Saturday night tracks for yeah. that matter. We do have uh, our hammer down hotline. Uh, we did get one call uh, that we'll play back before we finish off the show this week. If you want to uh, call and be on the show for any reason whatsoever, pretty much 419-318-3081, 419-318-3081, call day or night, anytime. And uh, chances are, uh, if it's stupid enough, we'll probably play it. Even if it's not stupid enough, it, less stupid is probably better. But uh, unfortunately, this is, this is what we get. So, there you go. Hey, this message is for Scott Hammer. Hey, Scott, can, can you fix my trailer so I can get that off done next week? Hey, thanks, Scott. Appreciate you. Bye. Well, somebody just fix his trailer. I'm tired of hearing from him. <laughs> <laughs> tired. That's going to do it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Once again, I want to thank Oakshade Raceway, our presenting sponsor, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, Mill Street Speedway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars for uh, keeping the show going. Uh, don't forget to check out HammerdownRacingReport.com for sponsor information, how you can listen to us. And, uh, oh, I want to give a, a shout-out to somebody I saw in the comments here listening from uh, Harrisonburg, uh, Virginia. Freedom Forever. Yeah. Yeah, a YouTube listener. Yeah, watcher, watcher. appreciate that. Yeah. Scott, before we go, I've got a question for you. i got an answer. All over the internet. 42. All over the inter cool. All over the internet, we've been seeing some extremely large purses for a lot of divisions on weekly racing. Um, but it comes with a caveat of higher pit fees. Um, is that good or is that bad? I don't know. Are, Maybe. Oh, you know are, what? Are, are we supplementing our purses at the back gate? We should make that a next week's Twitter poll. I forgot uh, to do the results for this week's Twitter poll. Skip right over that. Well, forget it. We're not leaving yet, folks. No, no. Almost, though. Almost. Uh, last week's Twitter we, I'll make that uh, Twitter poll. If uh, you're saying, should the uh, raised uh, pit pass costs uh, justify paying more in the purse? Is that what you're Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Right? Yes. Right. So, uh, last so, week... Ju ju just for instance... Uh, a couple of the Michigan racetracks paying 3000 to win for late models, 300 to start, but pit passes for a weekly show are 35 bucks. So your pit passes are basically supplementing the purse. 
Is that good or is that bad? What do you think? What's your thoughts, Scott? Let's see what the Twitter poll says. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't like paying a lot, but it would be nice. To, I think it's if if you if you're one of the front runners, you're probably going to be more willing to pay a little bit more because you actually have a shot at winning that that extra money. Whereas if you're a backmarker uh, or somebody that usually doesn't finish in the top half, you know you're probably just going to end up paying more. You're going to be paying that guy that's winning. You know. Yeah. So I, I don't know, I, but I can, it, I don't know. I'd have to think. About is it, is it going to bring cars or is it going to scare them away? It'll bring fans probably. I mean, the fans like to see the bigger, the bigger purses because they think the drivers right. are going to be a little more aggressive. Uh, last week's Twitter poll, which area track are you most excited about reopening again this season after being dark last year? And in some cases, even longer, uh, the choices were Lima land, flat rock, Waynesfield, Millstream. And we even had a write-in because uh, I apparently forgot Eldora did not run last year as well. So that probably would have been a good one to have in there. But uh, yeah, uh, the winner, Millstream, came away with 50% of the vote. Waynesfield uh, second with uh, 28.6. Of course, they, they've already had a couple races. Limeland uh, starting tomorrow night, 21.4%. And uh, apparently our, our uh, majority of our Twitter followers are not asphalt fans. Flat Rock only got zero percent, and Big E with the uh, the write-in vote there. So uh, make sure to follow us at Hammer Report on uh, Twitter, and uh, we'll uh, put that poll up. Uh, maybe I'll put that poll up tonight. Otherwise, I'll probably forget about it. There we go. <laughs> All right. With that, how about we 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 be done? We be done now. Okay, we're gone. Uh, we'll be back next week, Thursday night, seven o'clock. Tune in live, Facebook, Twitter. YouTube, whichever you prefer, it all works with the show, same. With show 179? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I can't count that high. I can only count to four. Just never mind. We'll see you next week. Go support, ah, good our, night all. Go support your local track this weekend, even if it gets rained out. Just go there anyways. Hang out outside the gate. Don't go do that. somewhere. Don't do that. You piss off the, the promoters. All right. See you next week. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing, to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!